welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. You know, guys, it's story time again. So let's take a moment out and I'll get right to it. This one is a little bit hard for me, um, only because I have to be extremely transparent for this one. And you know what? I thought about it. I talked it over with the fam clan and I think it's time to talk about it because it can help so many people. So let's get to it. All right. Well, Quite a few years ago, not going to say how long, I was actually engaged to someone who at the time I thought was awesome, super awesome, amazing. I thought that this man was just the one, you know, ladies, how we get that guy and we think, oh my goodness, he is the one. And the crazy part is I started Ignoring red flags. Yeah, you heard me right, ladies and gentlemen. I was ignoring red flags. They were pretty much dancing around me like, here I am, here I am, here I am. And your girl was not seeing them. And it was like, okay. I, You know what? And the funny thing was, it wasn't that I wasn't seeing them. I was really, really ignoring them. You know, and we have to be honest with ourselves. It's not that... We can't see them. We've got blinders on, really. It's that, ah, you know what? I can live with that. Oh, you know, I can live with that. And and we do it because it's not something major. It's not something like where you're in a domestic violence situation or, you know, your person is such a blatant narcissist that you can't, you know, can't get a word in edgewise or you feel fear for your own life. So that was never the case. It was really just, you know, it was little things, you know, the over talking, the There were so many different things. And one of the biggest things that I ignored was that I always took my mom's advice. I always took whether she liked who I was dating, didn't like who I was dating. That was one thing that I've always taken to heart is whether my mom really kind of jives. And you know, the funny thing is that everybody's like, queen pen your mom has to approve but you know the funny thing is my mom is a really good judge of character really good judge of character so it was like never one of those things of mama debbie where it's like you know my son oh my gosh not my baby my mother was never like that i mean i've even had my mom tell people hey you know my daughter is not really the one for you because this is what she does you know sometimes it's like hey mom you're supposed to be on my side So, yeah, it's never been that thing, but my mom was always a good judge of character. And this, I think, was one time where I really went against what she was seeing and what she was asking. And it was just like, okay, I couldn't see the forest for the trees because I didn't want to. 
I wanted to be married so badly. And, you know, this is why a lot of times I say there's a difference of wanting to be a wife and wanting to be married. And that was my issue at that point was I just wanted to be married. I wanted to have that ceremony. I wanted to have that white dress and the music and the big party and everything. That's what I wanted. I didn't realize that I was obligating myself to this person for the rest of my life. You know, you you were obligating, you're contractually saying, you know what, I will be with this person no matter what. So yeah, I was like, okay. But, you know, one of the first things, like I said, was my mom was okay with this person, but she started seeing some things and she's like, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to. And that was the one thing. My mother never actually said, you know what? Don't talk to this person. Don't deal with this person. She's like, I'm not going to tell you not to, but you really need to pay attention to what you're doing. So it's like, yeah, but I know, I know, I know, I know. And, you know, of course, the I love him. I love him. You know, so and sometimes what we do is we allow our loyalty and our actually it's not love. It's, you know, infatuation to hold us hostage because, guys, love does not hold you hostage. Not at all. Love never holds you hostage. Love is free, love is kind, and love is giving. So love never holds you hostage. If you feel like you're in a hostage situation when you're in a relationship, that is not love. Again, I'm going to repeat this for the people in the back. If you feel like you're in a hostage situation when you're in a relationship, that is not love, okay? So I was just like, okay, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. I love this man and I want to be with him and he wants to be with me. And, you know, and one of the biggest things was I would notice if I, if I didn't answer the phone when he called, the next thing I knew I was getting this text message. So, you know, tell your boyfriend to hang up the phone so that I can talk to you. And at first you're kind of like, this is so cute. He cares about me. And, you know, he gets the return call. But after a while, that was like, like, dude, I have stuff to do. I have, you know, I'm, I'm working. I've got, you know, meetings to go to. I'm cooking. I'm taking care of my child. I'm doing all of these different things. And it was like, you know, but again, like I said, this was something that I kind of ignored and pushed to the side. This wasn't something that I thought was a big, big thing. So, you know, time goes on. Yeah, it's a little irritating, but eh, I can live with it. Yeah, that's the first eh, I can live with it. Right. So then the other thing was now. I'm starting to see, you know, he's calling, but there will be days where he wouldn't say this was a long distance relationship. So there'll be times when I wouldn't hear from this guy for like a week. 
And if I said something, you know, like, well, why haven't I heard from you? Why didn't I get a text, a good morning or anything? It's like, well, you know, what are you trying to track me? What's going on? I don't have to report to you, you know, and that was like, okay, well, he's busy. I shouldn't be so clingy. And, you know, it's just a good morning or just a good night or just a hello. So it's like, you know, I'm putting, you know, I'm putting it off. I'm putting it out in my mind because, of course, he's busy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. The I'm busy, no one in their right mind is busy all of the time. Even if a person is used to multitasking, if their excuse to you is always, I'm busy, they're busy doing what they want to do. Because there's no reason it takes 2.5 seconds to send a hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening text. It's not that much. You know, you can say good morning and everybody can get on with their day. You know, I was thinking about you. Well, I was thinking about you too. Have a good day. That's all it takes. You know, nothing major. Nobody's asking you to write War and Peace, write the next Tyler Perry drama or your next soap opera or Dr. Phil's next guest. No one's asking for all of that. It's just, you know, 2.5 seconds out of your time for the day. You know, say good morning, say good afternoon. How you doing? How you feeling? So, yeah, and it was like, okay, but in between that, guys, like I said, I'm still getting now. Remember, he's telling me he's busy. But if I say, hey, you know what? I was in a meeting. It's like, well, you know what? You're busy meeting your boyfriend. So, of course, there's this double standard. And I'm like, oh, fudge nuggets, you know. But still, again, this is something Ah, it's not that bad. I can deal with it. I can live with it. You know, so now one, one of the funniest things was, well, not ha ha funny, but weird things that happened was I was on the phone with him. We were on two different time zones. He's on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. So there's three hours between us. So, you know, of course, at that point, late night calls are not unheard of. Not unheard of. I mean, because my midnight is his nine o'clock. My eight o'clock is his five o'clock, you know. So, of course, that's a thing. So one night we're talking and it's maybe about 11 o'clock my time, you know, so eight o'clock his time. And he says, hold on. But I guess he forgot that he told me, hold on. He's talking to some woman and he's like, you know, can I give you a hug? You know, and there's this weird conversation that's pursuing. But he doesn't realize that I'm still on the phone. And I'm going, okay, what in the world? So now, of course, he's trying to convince me when after I hung up and I called him back And this is only like two moments later, but it's like, of course, she's super quiet. He's trying to convince me what I heard was not what I heard. And it's like, dude, listen, I was not born yesterday so that I know what I heard. And of course, now the, you know, 
you're just being over dramatic. You're just being ridiculous. You're being irrational, you know, and the anger comes out because now he has to defend himself. So at that point, I just hung up on it. I just hung up because I didn't want to hear anymore. I literally did not want to hear anymore. It's like, you know, you're insulting my intelligence and I know what I heard. Now this woman is super quiet. So in other words, if it was nothing, why is this woman super quiet? You know, and like I said, it was only two moments later. I just called back to let him know that I was still on the line. But now, of course, he the next morning, because he's calling me back, I'm not answering. The next morning, he calls me bright and early, I'm not answering. You know, so, of course, here's the text. I see you're not talking to me. I didn't do anything wrong. You shouldn't be so upset. You're, of course, I'm being irrational again, according to him. And it's just like, you know what, whatever. And that's actually what I text him back, whatever. You know, so now all of a sudden, he gets one of the guys that he looks up to that kind of mentored him and is like now this guy's calling me hey you know I heard that you two had a spat I really don't care I really don't care so it's like you know you need to you need to be a little bit forgiving you know you have to give and take and I explained to this guy I said you know what this has nothing to do with you this is between he and I, and I don't know what else to say. And I mean, I heard what I heard, and he's trying to convince me of otherwise. Now, maybe if he admitted that he did it, and that would be something for me to forgive, but he's refusing to admit that I heard what I heard, you know? So it's like, okay, now some time goes by, and of course, now he wants to talk. Can I please talk to you? And now he's trying to tell me, which there was more to this story where he knows the woman and, you know, her boyfriend was trying to harm her and threaten her and he's just protecting her. But it was the very next words that really took the cake. So I just slept in the bed next to her to help her out. You did what? I slept in the bed next to her to help her out. You know, nothing happened. Nope. Goodbye. Click. And it's like, you know, now he's trying to text. He's calling. He's even going as far as to call my mother. You know, nothing happened. I don't know. She's so upset. This there nothing happened. Nothing happened. No, something happened. You don't sleep in a bed next to someone and nothing happened. Why are you sleeping in her bed to protect her from her, you know, violent boyfriend? That's not how any of this works. And again, I might have been born at night, but it wasn't last night. So there are no idiots over here. And it was just like, you know, now he's trying to be super nice. Now, of course, for the next two weeks until I actually really block him, you know, he is texting and calling 
and, you know, emailing and just trying to make sure that I'm okay. You know, he's just being so attentive. Do I need anything? Do you know, do I just want to talk? Can we just talk about it? You know, I'd, I'd feel better if I talked about my feelings all of the stuff that I was trying to get him to do before when he was telling me how busy he was and how I was being irrational and too clingy and, you know, I wanted too much, you know, but then right before I blocked him, unfortunately, his attitude switches. I see you found someone else and you know what? tell your man that I'm coming over and that there's still a sheriff in town and he can't fill my shoes and all this stuff. And he just starts to get all these angry messages. So after that, it was like, oops, block. The funny thing was afterward, he found me on Facebook and was like, you know, Hey, I'm sorry. He even went as far as to have his own mother, you know, call me. You guys were so in love. I don't know what happened. You know, I really miss you. And, you know, I don't get to speak to your son anymore because my son, like I said, we were going to get married. These people were considered like family to us. We were together for quite some time before we got engaged. So now you're telling me, you know, all of a sudden everybody's super nice. But where was all of this super nice when I was going through the motions? Where was all this super nice when all I was asking for was time or a good morning text? Now the super nice comes out when you've gotten caught. You know, I don't want to hear about nice or anything like that because now it's not worth it. You're trying to convince me that, you know, I should believe that everything's going to be peaches and cream from now on and kittens and roses. But no, 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 no. So I learned from that. I moved on, guys. I have of course dated since then you know I don't speak about my dating life my personal life you know what I've got going on who's part of the fam clan who isn't part of the fam clan you know but yes I have gotten past that you know so again I took away of course so many lessons from that and I learned what I did and didn't want I learned when things did and didn't serve me. And, you know, I told this story time just because I know there are other women that may feel like they're not, they're the only ones going through something like this, you know, and I want you to know, guess what? You live, you learn, and there is beauty on the other side of this. You know, sometimes we think this is my, you know, you're feeling like, you know, Princess Leia, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, you know, no, 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 that's not it, that's not it, you know, like I said, there is beauty on the other side, guys, you have to learn to kind of get with yourself, take the lessons from it, and keep it moving, but I hope that this helps someone, and if you have any questions, definitely reach out, You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, 
or Instagram, or you can leave me a message on Anchor, a voice message. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, especially be good to each other and happy shopping. Hey, this is Chewy, host of Screaming Chewy Show podcast, and you're currently listening to CQP Moments. Stay tuned.